Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. The Story Walk Podcast is supported by 10adventures.com. Go on 10 adventures to find great family adventures in over 60 countries on Earth. Imagine a family-friendly safari in the Serengeti, exploring Inca ruins in Peru, a cycling holiday on car-free roads in Germany, and many, many more great ideas. To find all the great family adventure ideas and to make memories that will last a lifetime, check out 10adventures.com family. Now, on to today's story. And for tonight's story, the story is called... The Legend of Mosquito Creek. Over a hundred years ago, when they first started putting railways into North America, they were working hard to put railways over the Rocky Mountains. And when they got a railway there, they built a little town called Lagan. From that town, people would set off and explore with wagons and horses. But one place they never went was Mosquito Creek. In fact, Mosquito Creek was such a frightening place that the locals would not even talk about Mosquito Creek. One day, a young fellow called Tom Thompson, who'd just taken a boat from England all the way to Halifax in Canada, had crossed Quebec, Ontario, the prairies, through Alberta, up through the mountains, he got off the train in the town of Lagan and started working there. He was working at building a hotel because every year more and more tourists were coming. As Tom Thompson started to make friends, they would go out with their horses and explore the mountains, but they'd never go farther than big Cast Iron Creek. Tom asked, why do we never go farther than Cast Iron Creek? It looks like there's some very interesting country up ahead. Everyone looked at him and said, if you go farther than Cast Iron Creek, you might never come back. Tom Thompson didn't believe a lot of this. And he said, I don't think it's gonna be too bad if we go farther. Come on, let's go. What's there to be worried about? One of the old men, old Jim, they called him, said, we're not going past Cast Iron Creek because after that is Mosquito Creek and no one comes back from Mosquito Creek. Tom Thompson was a little bit frightened. He didn't know anything about Mosquito Creek, but old Jim had terror in his eyes when he talked about it. Tom turned around with the rest of the group and decided to learn more about Mosquito Creek. When he got back to Lagan, he went to work. And every time he met somebody new, he would ask them about Mosquito Creek. Everyone had an opinion and everybody was worried about it. There were legends of people going missing, of people never heard from again. In fact, Tom normally didn't believe any of this kind of stuff, but every time the person talking to him had terror in his eyes. 
And Tom realized it was frightening. After several years of hearing about Mosquito Creek and Tom doing every hike and exploring every mountain lake and pass up to Cast Iron Creek, Tom started to wonder, maybe he could go to Mosquito Creek himself. He still, after all his time living in Lagan, did not know what the big deal was. Nobody could tell him what the danger was that he had to avoid. And so one summer, as trainload after trainload of new travelers arrived, Tom convinced some to go and explore Mosquito Creek. The rest of the town of Lagan thought Tom was crazy. Old Jim came up and said, it's been nice knowing you, Tom. I really wish you weren't going past Cast Iron Creek because I'll never see you again. Old Jim made Tom worried. Should he be doing this trip? Everyone told him not to, but no one told him why. He wondered what might be at Mosquito Creek. Tom Thompson was getting worried, but he was committed to doing this trip. But he was soon finding it was difficult to rent horses to bring all their tent and supplies. In fact, nobody would rent him horses. So convinced were they that he would never come back. His only option was to buy the horses. And so the travelers who had gotten off the train and Tom pooled their money to buy a couple of old horses. They were the worst horses in Lagan, but they were the only ones they could afford. A few days later, with backpacks and saddlebags full of oats and bacon and coffee and a tent and some blankets, they set off from Lagan. Almost immediately, the train line turned to the left, but they were going straight ahead, heading north, climbing deep into the forested mountains. There was a pretty good trail for the first three days because lots of people explored all the way out to Cast Iron Creek. But in the morning of the fourth day, the trail almost stopped. Where it had been a broad path that was easy to follow, now it was nothing more than a very faint trail. Tom and the two travelers went down to the river and decided they were gonna follow the river to get to Mosquito Creek. The horses passed Cast Iron Creek with no issues, but a couple hours later, the horse's ears flared up. They started to grunt and the horses were very alert. Tom said, come on, Queenie, it's all right. Just a few hours longer and we'll be at Mosquito Creek. The other travelers used their spurs and spurred the flanks of the other horses. The other horses reared up their front legs high in the air and the travelers fell off. The horses did a couple bucks, kicking their rear hind legs out and took off, heading back for Cast Iron Creek. All that was left now was Queenie, the oldest horse of the three, Tom, two travelers. 
Most of their food had gone with the other two horses. The other two travelers were getting a little bit worried. Well, excuse me, Tom, but it seems like these horses know there's something bad up at Mosquito Creek and they turned around. And we have no food left. And where are we gonna sleep? We lost all our blankets. The other traveler was almost near tears. And I lost my harmonica, he said, very upset. Tom thought to himself that the only good thing about the horses leaving were that the harmonica was gone as well. For every day from dawn till dusk that harmonica played and it was a frightful sound, a terrible sound. But Tom did not want to give up. You see lads, I want to see Mosquito Creek. I don't know what all the hubbub is about. I think it's just old wives tales and we'll be totally fine there. Everybody else looked at him, not sure. Come on lads, said Tom. It's only a few hours and we'll be there. If we don't like the look of it, we can turn around and get back to Cast Iron Creek before it's dark. What do you say? The other two travelers didn't look too interested, but they agreed. Queenie was definitely not interested in going any farther. And Tom had to take her reins and pretty much pull her forward. This was not normal behavior by a horse. But Tom just thought she was old. And this is what old horses do. As they got deeper in the forest, and closer to Mosquito Creek, Tom noticed there were no more birds chirping. In fact, the forest had gotten completely silent. It was actually a little bit spooky for him. And then, out of nowhere, he heard, Oh, 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 the cry of a wolf. And it wasn't too far away. Tom had always been wary about wolves, knowing that they are very good at hunting prey. And he felt like prey, but they were only an hour from the creek, according to the map he had. And he wanted to see it, so he kept going. They got to a lake, which was right beside an enormous mountain. There was a rock slide that had come down the mountain some time before and covered the path they were on. Tom looked up. He wasn't too worried about rock slides right now. This looked like an old rock slide. And he started to pick a path across the rock slide. Just then he heard a rumble and he looked up. Coming down were hundreds of rocks, some only the size of a fist some the size of a man, and some the size of the cabin he lived in back in Lagan. He ran quickly through the rock slide and got to the other side. Somehow Queenie made it through as well, but the other two travelers were nowhere to be found. Tom was worried. Had they been killed by a rock slide? Lads, Tom cried out. Lads, where are you? He heard a voice. We're on the other side. We're okay, but we can come no farther. 
It's too dangerous. We don't know how you'll get back. Tom didn't know what to do. It looked like Mosquito Creek was only 10 or 15 minutes up ahead. He was worried about being cut off from the rock slide, but he felt he had to go see it. He'd come this far. As Tom continued through the dark, quiet forest, he felt like there were dozens of eyes watching him. He looked around, but he never saw anything. Then as he turned a corner, he heard a sound. Just then an enormous tree started creaking and fell. Luckily, Tom was quick and he jumped forward and pulled Queenie. The tree landed right where he was. It would have squished him like a fly swatter squishes a bug. Tom was getting really worried. These are a lot of coincidences happening all at once. What is going on? Is this creek haunted? He kept going. His map showed him that he should almost be at the creek. Just then he heard a sound. Go back. Go back. Go back. Tom looked around. Was that the wind making the sound? He didn't know what it was. Tom was shivering and shaking. He was so scared. But he thought, I can see the creek. I'm going to keep going. He kept going and got to the creek. He touched the water. I'm not dead, he said. I did it. He dipped his cup into the creek to get a full glass of water, for he was thirsty. The creek was shallower than it appeared, and his cup hit the bottom, scraping up some of the pebbles. He brought the cup up, took a long drink. It was about a quarter full of rocks. He looked in it just as he was about to throw the rocks away. His arm was moving and he stopped and pulled the cup back and looked inside again. The rocks were yellow, glittery and shiny. He poured them out onto his hand. Almost every rock was a nugget of gold. What in tarnation, said Tom. Could it be? He dipped his cup in again and got only rocks this time. This cup was also almost all gold. He walked up the stream a minute, dipped in more gold. He walked down the stream, couldn't believe it. It was a stream that had no rocks. All it had was gold nuggets. He couldn't believe his luck. He filled up his pockets with the gold nuggets and turned to walk around. He was going to walk back to Lagan. He would be rich. He'd file a claim. He started walking. There was a spring in his step. He was smiling. Just then, he heard a click. You better go no further. He turned around. It was old Jim. You see... Old Jim said, Mosquito Creek isn't haunted or dangerous. It's just the richest payload of gold the world has ever seen. 
I'm responsible for scaring people off. I've been doing it for 50 years. You're the first person dumb enough to come all the way out. And you're going to be the last, said old Jim, as he held his pistol in his hand. Tom was worried. Old Jim, although he's an old man, was very tough. Tom didn't like guns or weapons. All he had was a knife that he used to whittle wood. And he knew by the time he got the knife out, old Jim would have shot his gun. He looked over at Queenie and he felt like he could actually communicate with her. Old Jim was only about three feet ahead of them. Queenie looked at him. Her nostrils flared. Her ears went back. And all of a sudden, she sprang forward. Her front hooves coming right down onto old Jim's arm. The gun fell away and hit the ground. And then Queenie barreled through old Jim. And he fell back and yelled out, My leg! Ah, she got my leg! Tom picked up the gun. Went over to old Jim. Sure enough. His leg was broken. This far away from this tiny village of Lagan, there was no way to save him. The only way to save him was to take him out on Queenie. Tom bound up old Jim's arms, put old Jim on Queenie, and went back to where the rock slide was. When he got to the rock slide, his friends, the travelers, had already left. They'd assumed he died and they'd quickly gone back. As Tom kept going back towards the town of Lagan, he started to wonder, if I take all these gold nuggets back to town, everyone's going to know that Mosquito Creek is full of gold. He had an idea. He told old Jim that he was going to send old Jim to a totally different part of the world. Get him on the train that night. He would send him money once a month and Tom Thompson would now keep the mystery of Mosquito Creek alive. He got back to Lagan and told everyone he'd seen old Jim going past Cast Iron Creek and he'd waited for days and Jim hadn't come back but he'd heard Jim screaming in the night and Tom refused to go. For the rest of his time living in Lagan Tom Thompson scared everyone about the mystery of Mosquito Creek. But every month or two, he'd sneak out, usually in the middle of the night, and go to the creek, load up the saddlebags with gold, then come back to Lagan. He'd take the train to some big city and turn in all his gold for money. He'd send some to old Jim, who is now living in a village in Asia living like a king. And Tom Thompson would go back to Lagan, tell nobody about the richest river of gold in the world. The end. Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.